This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, Tallahassee. It is Monday morning, 11.30 a.m., Wave 94, 94.1. You're listening to Escape to Heaven, Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. And I'm posing a question to all of us today. Is there really a way to escape what we're living through today? The news is crazy. Presidents are being threatened to be placed in jail. (laughs) Um, There's war everywhere. There's signs in the sky. Skies are opening up with people taking pictures as the skies open. There's tornadoes, earthquakes. Uh, There's just so much going on. Uh, Last night, there were things in the sky. They looked like they were spaceships, but then again, they looked like things falling out of the sky. There's really a lot going on. But if you have Jesus in your heart, and if you even know about him, the good thing is that he told us that these things would happen. I'm just wondering, can any of us escape the wrath that seems like it's on the way. And so what I do is I look in the Bible because I need hope. You need hope. Otherwise, how do we keep going? I wanted to understand this wrath. And Zephaniah, the first chapter, 15 verses says, a day of wrath is that day, a day of trouble, distress, destruction, Desolation, darkness, gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness. And people are talking even now that we're going to have three days of complete darkness like they did during the plagues that were executed in Egypt. As the Lord said, let my people go. Is, is, is that what's happening? Is, is Jesus saying, let my people go from this world so that I can gather them and take them with me? I'm really not sure, but it does feel so. And then I go back to the Bible again and I said, um, I'm looking at uh, Romans. The, I think I saw something in Romans, the first chapter, I believe, where it talks about the wrath of God. I'm, I'm going kind of slow today because I really want us to ponder this and, and make decisions and not be caught up in the wrath of either Jesus, God, or Satan. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven, Romans 1, verse number 18, against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth 
in unrighteousness. And so even in um, Romans, the fourth chapter says, for the law brings about wrath because where there's no law, there's no violation. Colossians, the third chapter, six verse says, for it is because of these things. What are these things? Wickedness of mankind, that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. And I think I found even something else about the disobedience and the wrath of God. I am just encouraging us both to move away from being a potential recipient of God's wrath. Romans, the fifth chapter says, much more than having now been justified by Jesus' blood, we should be saved from the wrath of God through Jesus. That's what Romans, the fifth chapter. So even though God's wrath is coming soon, you know, God is the kind where he has, he extends all this mercy and grace and long-suffering, loving-kindness. And and meanwhile, the cup is being filled with our iniquities. And then once that cup is filled, the game is over. At that point, the wrath of God is shown. Jeremiah, the 10th chapter, the 10th verse says, but the Lord is the true God, because there's a lot of false gods out there. You know, even the angels that fell with Satan or the ones that fell subsequently, the 200 that were here that were watchers and then uh, decided to make babies with the women of earth, they fell too. <laughs> and then you have the offsprings of the fallen angels. So there's all kinds of false gods, not just those, but the ones that we make for ourselves. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God the everlasting king. Once his wrath is released, the earth quakes and the nations cannot endure his indignation. Hmm. And Romans, the second chapter, fifth verse says, because of our stubbornness and unrepentant heart, uh, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath and revelation of the Lord, the righteous judgment of God. So, you know, those of us that have found Jesus and call upon his name, remember we too formerly lived in the lust of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature. So by nature, we are all children of wrath. Why? Because we are by nature disobedient. So I'm wondering, can we, can we escape? Is it true that we can have faith that God has provided a way for us to escape the wrath that will be executed upon the earth? And looking at all of the sin that's going on, we know that it's coming. Even Isaiah 13 chapter dealing with Israel God releases wrath. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, cruel with fury and burning anger to make the land a desolation. He will exterminate the sinners from it. 
we like to think of God as almost like he's Santa Claus. But God is not Santa Claus. He is the creator of heaven and earth. Joel, the second chapter, when I look there for a minute, it says, blow the trumpet and sound the alarm. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. It's actually at hand. It's a day of darkness, gloominess. I just read that. Clouds, thick darkness, like the morning clouds spread over the mountains. And then there's going to be uh, beings that are also manifested or that come forth on the day of the Lord, great and strong, the like of whom has never been, nor will there ever be any such after them. And a fire devours before them and behind them a flame burn. The land is like the Garden of Eden before them, but behind them a desolate wilderness. Nothing shall escape them. The appearance is like the appearance of horses. And that's talked about over in Revelation, the ninth chapter. All this is coming. There's nothing that you or I can really do to stop the events that are coming. That's not our question. Our question is, can we escape? Is there a way out from the events that are coming? I don't know if you're paying attention to Tesla, Elon Musk, AI, artificial intelligence. Do you not see that they are creating beings? Beings are being created, mixed with human in some cases, but also artificial computers. Uh, last night, I saw a computer that said definitively, I'm not a machine. I'm a person like you are. We are entering into really extraordinary times. But as a saint and a believer of Jesus, we've already been warned. We've already been told. Even Joel the prophet is telling us. Let's read some more about Joel. Second chapter. Verse number five, he says how it's going to be like a noise of chariots and flame and fire, a strong people. I think that's computers, robots. That's what I think. But that's just my opinion. And before them, the people writhed in pain. All faces are drained of color. And these beings run like mighty men. They climb the wall like men of war. Everyone marches in formation. These are not humans. This is some mixture of something or robots. And they do not break ranks. They do not push one another. Everyone marches in its own column. They lunge between the weapons. They are not cut down. They run to and fro in the city. They run on the wall. They climb into the houses. They enter at the windows like a thief. And the army is so great till the earth quakes before them. Can we escape? The heavens tremble. The sun and moon grow dark and the stars diminish their brightness. The Lord give voice before his army. For his camp is very strong. For strong is the one who executes his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can endure it? And maybe 
what I just read from Joel is not any kind of creation from what we're doing on earth. Maybe these are beings that are sent from the Lord who is now pouring his wrath out. Whatever it is, I do not want to experience it, and neither should you. So in Joel, the second chapter, the 12th verse, it says, Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart. Like, this is a moment in mankind's history that we should turn to the Lord with all our heart. I pray for our leaders in government, you know, those that are trying to be an instrument of righteousness and judgment unto the Lord. I pray for them. I pray for all of us. I pray for our children who are being hunted down. I pray. I pray for the homeless. I pray for the races. I pray for those that are experiencing war. Why? Because how do we endure I pray for all of the discoveries that the anthropologists and those that dig under the earth are finding and discovering in fear and in fright and unbelief and disbelief because if this is true, then what? I pray because I know that the Bible is real. The Word of God is real and these things are coming. Brothers and sisters, let us wake up, alarm, blow the alarm, alert your family. Do not allow your family to be wicked and sinful while you're sitting there being righteous and not saying a word because you fear to lose the love of your loved one. It is better to lose that temporary moment of interaction with them to at least say to them that Jesus is coming. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Why not go with Jesus? The Lord said that I go. I'm getting off track, but it's okay. Holy Spirit, take control of my mouth and whatever you lead me to. I'm just being led now to go to John. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The 14th chapter Whoa, because I'm telling you, boy, I spent a weekend in the house and you see all the things that are on the news. It breaks your heart. It says, but here go Jesus. Let's do Jesus this morning. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. This is what Jesus is saying, even to his disciples. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so... I would have told you. Now I'm going away, but I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. So a lot of times we don't know that we know the way to Jesus. Because Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How do we know the way? And here's what Jesus responded. So I want those of us that have given your life to Christ, do not worry so much about the things that are going on today. 
You cannot go on TikTok. You can't go on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook without encountering the reality of what Jesus told us. But here's what Jesus said. You, you don't have to be lost. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Because the game plan, guys, in case you don't know what the game plan is, is to get back to the Creator, to get back to God the Father, the one that created us, the one that released you into your mother's womb. That is why God was able to say to Jeremiah, I knew you before you entered your mother's womb. He know all of us before we came to this earth. The game plan is to get back to him. But you can only do that through Jesus. That's the word. So let's go back to our lesson, which is, can we escape? And what are we trying to escape? And we see all the signs and we can, we can feel that something, something is coming and it doesn't feel so good. Uh, just looking at the weather, looking at what's happening in the sky, the various streams that individuals are having, are having. And so that's why I go back to the Bible, Joel second chapter, verse 12. Now, therefore, says the Lord, Turn to me with all your heart. And guess what? Fast, weep, mourn, call out your children, your husband, your family name, your associates. Call their names out. The city, the state, the country, the county, the world. Call these things out with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Rend your heart, not your garment. Don't put on a show. Go into a secret place and just speak to the Lord. Return to the Lord your God, because guess what? Before his judgment come, he is gracious. He's merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. He relents from doing harm. He tried not to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham said, will you say, will you not destroy it if there's 50, and it got all the way down to 10 and probably less. So he's slow to anger. Even while he's ready to execute judgment, he'll hold it up. He'll back it up. But we, we have to do our part. We have to return back to the Lord. And who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him. So that is what Joel the second chapter was motivating us that even though we see the signs of the time that Jesus talked about in Luke, the 21st chapter, starting at the seventh verse, he said, his disciples said, when, but when will these things be? What sign will there be when the things are about to take place? And Jesus said, take heed that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, the time has drawn near, therefore do not go after them. I want to stop there because I remember in the Bible, perhaps in Thessalonians or something, it talks about how God will release 
He will release the great delusion for those who refuse to believe or accept him as God. Wow. So I don't want to be deluded. I don't want to be fooled by myself. And I don't want to be fooled by false prophets either. So this is what the future is if we don't repent and come back to the Lord. But when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified. For these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. Note that. So nation will rise against nation. We see all this kingdom against kingdom. We see this. And this a lot of this means ethnicity. And that's happening in all the countries, in India, Asia, Japan, China, Russia, Ukraine. Russia and Ukraine, they're related. They're cousins, ethnos. And there will be great earthquakes in various places and famines, pestilence. There will be fearful signs and sights from heaven. And we're seeing that now. Go on the internet. It's amazing the things that are going on right now in the sky. But before all these things, they will also lay hands on believers, persecute you, deliver us up to synagogues and prisons, who will be brought before kings and rulers. <sighs> but settle in your heart not to meditate on what you're going to say when you're brought before leaders. For God, Jesus will give us a word of wisdom. And we will be, believers will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends. Some of us will be put to death. This is what's coming. Or it's here in many parts of the world. You'll be hated by all for my namesake. Nigeria is experiencing great tribulation. China, I think even this past week, Everyone that's going to churches in China had to sign a paper. Or, But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that it's desolation. Jerusalem will be desolated. Wow, we don't want to hear that because most of us believe that God's going to save Jerusalem. And I don't know. Then let those who are in Judea flee, flee to the mountains. Let those who are in the midst of her depart. For these are the days of vengeance. So there will be great distress in the land and wrath even upon Jerusalem. And they will fall by the edge of the sword and let captive. And Jerusalem will be trampled. And some of this may have already happened. Back in 70 A.D. And all of the crusades that occurred. So Jerusalem is going to be trampled until the times that the Gentiles are fulfilled. So there is a moment in time where all of the rulership of the Gentiles over Jerusalem will end. And at that moment... Verse 25 says, There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars on the earth, distress of nation, seas, and waves roaring, men's hearts failing them from fear. 
and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven will be shaken. So I believe that we're starting to get closer and closer to this moment. On TikTok last night, there were there were things falling out of the sky. <laughs> and then we will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. So all the things that we are seeing right now, the Bible says, look up, lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. So maybe you don't know what the word redemption means. That means that our avenue for escape is through Jesus. It is his blood that God has made the plan for salvation. It is his blood that washes away the concept of sin, the, the reality of sin for those who accept it. And so Jesus is coming back because you've been purchased with his blood. Redemption means that the buyer, like you and I, when we put money down, we lay away and we lay down a hundred dollars on something that's a thousand and we make our payments and all of a sudden the day to go redeem it, mean to go get it, is at hand. That's that's how close Jesus is. Redemption is near. That's the Bible because of what we're seeing. So what I'm trying to say is the word of God is, is manifesting daily. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will no means pass away. So take heed. Don't, don't get so caught up on the things of the world. I'm talking to myself. Thank God I have a house and a car, children, and so forth. But we're all being, you know, disappointed daily about lots of things. But Jesus is saying, don't get caught up on that and the cares of this life. Because the day of the Lord, the rapture, the redemption day even. Now we're not talking about the wrath. We're talking about to be redeemed. That day can come at any time. You want to be ready. Watch therefore and pray always. So you want to escape. This is how you do it that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before your Redeemer, which is the Son of Man. And that's Jesus speaking in Luke, the 21st chapter. I saw something as I was reading that, and um, I was just I just wanted us to remember that Romans, the 8th chapter, lets us know that if we live according to the flesh, we're going to die. But if by the Spirit, we put to death the deeds of the body. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, we become sons and daughters of God. So we don't have the spirit of bondage that leads us to fear. We receive the Holy Spirit, the spirit of adoption. So we can call out to our Father and whatever sufferings that we're going through today. Verse number 18 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So 
We need to keep our heart and our mind stayed on the Lord. I'm going to end with Second Peter, second chapter. It says there will be false prophets, false teachers. Many will follow their destructive ways because the way of truth will be blasphemed by covetousness. They'll exploit us with deceptive words. But remember this, if God did not spare the angels who sinned, the ones that mated with the daughters of men, he didn't spare them because they created an entire race, the Nephilim, who then had children. And as the flood came and their bodies were destroyed, their spirits are still here. And those are what we call the demons. So if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment, did not spare the ancient world. They said it was about 7 billion people, but saved Noah when he brought the flood on, turned the city of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction. Delivered righteous lot like he will deliver those who are righteous before the destruction or the wrath of God come upon the earth. God knows how to deliver the godly. So escape by submitting to God. Amen. Submit to the Lord. Let me pray for you right now that we all experience the Lord, because in these last days we will have cuffers and they're going to say, where's the promise of his coming? And since the fathers fell asleep, everything has continued. They will forget willfully that it is by the word of God that the heavens of old and the earth standing out of the word and in the word and by which the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water. And that the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved right now today, they are preserved by the word of God. They forget all that, but it's reserved for fire until the day of judgment and the perdition of ungodly men. Do not forget that the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. And he is long suffering towards us. And he's not willing that any should perish, that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise. The elements will melt and the earth and the works that are in it will be burnt and dissolved. So what we're to do is live, live our life in a holy way and in godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because at that time, everything will be dissolved. But I tell you what, not only am I looking for that, I'm looking for the rapture. I'm looking also for Jesus to, for all of us to be gathered in the clouds with him and to never be separated from him ever again. Father God, I ask you to look down upon us and radio land. Purge us, Lord. Give us a new heart, new mind, new soul. Create in us, Lord, a desire to want to repent and to come to you, Lord, because the time is drawing near. There are too many signs. We cannot ignore it anymore. And we do want to escape to heaven. But God, Father, we need Holy Spirit power. And so endue us 
Fill us with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. I love you, Radio Lamb, but I feel an urgency in the realm of the Spirit to tell you, get ready, get ready, get ready, and get ready. Amen. God bless you. Bye.